to our podcast be sure to give us a like a love tell your friends about our podcast listen to our podcast i mean we haven't got any comments lately um you could write comments on apple Podcasts very specifically um recently i did some research um, i was doing some googles and realized we are in the top two percent of podcasts in the world as far as listening ain't that shit crazy well. Niggas be listening. Round, like, round, round of applause. Top two percent. That means there's right millions now. and millions of podcasts. Maybe there's too many podcasts, but this podcast is awesome. I don't know. We, we don't have a round of applause. I do not have that okay. shit hooked up. There you go. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. there it is. We'll organic, organic. You know, organic um, clapping. So this is episode one sixty nine. Well, with the white voice, what up? Five thousand Northside, Florida. It's your boy J. Joe. Your pussy's calling my name. Whoa. That was unexpected. That's what's up, man. Um, right on. Can you say so. that's what's up right on after your pussy's calling my name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we got a new a comment, there. by the way. You uh, did it before the podcast? Right. You was dragging the people. You got a new comment. I wanted what, to read it real quick. You told the people it's they just... wasn't shit, and then you got a whole comment sitting in the microwave. No, I didn't say it wasn't shit. I, but um, I love our listeners. So we got a list. Well, maybe not this one. We got a, a one from Scorpio Brown. I know that's. Is that a woman or a man? Uh, I hope it's a woman. Uh, it said great laugh. But hey, man, if it hey, it's a man, it's okay too. This this for you. So it ain't, I don't oh, care. Oh, anyway, oh, so listen, I, listen, I only got hit on by a gay dude one time. They <laughs> get my whole life. Yeah, I feel like. What's How did it make you feel? Flattered as fuck, nigga. Like, appreciate. I didn't like it when the gay dude hit on me. I hated it. But let's he said, go. I'm a very, he said, I'm a very attractive man. Did All you, he did was have his dick in his hand at the, um, LA Fitness in the sauna. Whoa, so whoa, it was whoa. different for me. Hey, hey. Very unpleasant. Hey. Zero stars. What Don't recommend. Not. So did he, did he say your name and you just turned around? Like, you got Drew Down on? No, I was like walking from I like the locker I room area. Hey, yo. And I, and I was, I saw, you see in the sauna, and the dude was just like, y'all, y'all, I mean, the listeners can't see me, but he had his dick in hand, just like, are you great? <laughs> he had his dick in his hand, and he did what? Like, shoulder shrug? Yeah. <laughs> and you, That's a drawdown. Thumbs up or thumbs down? I just walked, I just left. No. <laughs> That's definitely anyway story. from Scorpio Brown. While I'm firmly in the J Joe Hive, um. hashtag J Joe Hive, all of the guys crack me up. It's a well rounded show. You hear the camaraderie, and the show has a great flow. I love listening to it with all due respect. Shout out to you, Scorpio Brown. Why, why can't a man be in a J Joe Hive? Like you said, I hope it's a woman. Well, I mean, at the beginning, I, I just saw J. Joe Hive. I didn't really read through it, honestly. Uh, I thought maybe it'd say okay. something like, I'm chasing Jason or something. Who knows? 
Let me tell you, boy. You just you want to get a nigga in trouble with this chasing Jason, huh? But anyway, I'm glad, oh, to get, I'm glad it hasn't grown legs. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I know that was a thing. I bet. It's, it's not. I'm just, you might keep be trying that. Now you're making it weird. But yeah, shout out to you, Scorpio Brown. Thank you for your comment. Thank you, Scorpio Brown, for being in my hive. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. So we didn't pod last week um, because I was in Africa. Did you tell us about it? Absolutely. I will say I want to take a take a moment to talk about myself. Um, it was great. Um, <laughs> spent spent eight days on safari in Kenya, and I must say it was a life changing experience. First of all, I've never been overseas before, so that was an experience in and of itself. Because the furthest I've flown maybe is to Hawaii from L.A., and that was four hours. And as a count overseas. I don't know if it counts because I feel like it's still in the United States, even though it's not the mainland. Um, did you so maybe I'm being stickler. So do you, you mean like the longest flight? I mean, how are you? What are you quantifying when you say the longest? And the first it's the longest I've been in a plane ever in my life. So flew eight hours from. So I flew to D, from D, from Dulles first of all. Um, I went to Dulles because all of us were like my, my homeboys based in. Um, in D.C., so we all flew out of Dulles. Um, and it was like 12 of us. <clears throat> so we went to... Um, Can we sidebar? Go yeah. ahead. Real quick. Yes. Yeah. I promise to pull over, and I promise to keep the engine running, or whatever, 5,000%. Uh, Wood, you posted uh, JT, Justin Timberlake, beating his feet at the... What was that? Taste uh, like something, water. something in the water. Something in the water? No, something in the water. Um, you you posted him beating his feet, which is a native DC dance uh, on a scale of uh, one to terrible. How do you think he did? What's below terrible? Like that's no, that I didn't recognize it as beating your feet. He like, apologized. I didn't recognize it as beating your feet either. I thought he was like yeah. crip walking or something yeah, weird. I, it definitely looked like a crip walk. I've seen some bad beating your feet. My shit is terrible. So I was like, mm, I don't be fucking with this nigga. Like I I didn't recognize it. So. He needed to practice that way more and uh, get some consultation before he brought that to primetime. Let me tell you something about Justin Timberlake. Ever since he came out with the uh, I'm going to forget about black people album when he was out in the woods. Man, the woods. He had, yeah. yeah, he hadn't been the same. Like, even I watched his. No, that I watched was his apology. Oh, sorry. I watched his apology and, like, he just looks like Larry Holmes, flabby and sick. Like, Justin Timberlake was. One of the more rhythmic white men uh, in the industry, and now like a sad ass feet beat nigga. Like, come on, like you have to bounce back. But I hate seeing people like that age because he was so full of life. Just like Fat Martin makes me sad. But and anyway, be- beating your feet Fat requires Martin. a little bit of coordination to it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. I don't know. It's not like a K Wayne or novice. something like that. I mean, it's not like a K Wayne where it's like it's not. It's not that hard to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like on feet. the heel toe level. Right, right. There, there's some coordination that is required and some practice that is required. So I don't know why he attempted that for the first time. He needed to do that with some locals, like at a spot to see how they reacted before he brought that to a stage. 
Honestly, I'm surprised he was on the docket for something in the water. I know he's done a lot of work with Pharrell, so maybe that's what it was. But I thought he was done. Like, after he um, did Man in the Woods, I think he lost, like, I think the, the witch who gave him like his, his black um, acceptance, like, took it away. When is Man in the Woods? What, what, what year was that? That was, like, was it 2017? Okay. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was like 2017. So about five years. I mean, like, because if you notice, we ain't really seen this nigga in like five years. So That's because he's been touring, and making money. Probably. I mean, JT's got enough cuts to not fuck all that shit after 2020 experience. He's got enough cuts, 2020 experience, and before to to perform. Now we fuck with JT. Now let's not get the shit twisted. He just shouldn't have been beating his feet out there. He from Tennessee. He should know better. He he apologized though. Oh, he did. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just saw that somewhere, um, like just before we came off, like on Instagram or something. But well, he was like, to dancing poorly." Yeah, he was like, he had to talk with both his feet individually, and he's not gonna do that no more or something. I mean, it's, on, that, it's on Instagram, and, and that's cool of him just to do that, just to keep it in jest. I mean, he didn't need to apologize for that shit. Like, who gives a fuck about DC and if he offended feet beaters? But. I mean, he just kept it in Justin. Was, yeah, was I think probably because cool. they lit his ass up on, yeah, on, the, on black Twitter. But you know, but anyway, we digress. So <laughs> Dulles, man, you flew out of Dulles. Yeah, flew out of Dulles. Um, flew eight hours to Paris, then flew eight hours to France, Paris, France. Yeah, Paris, France, not Paris, Tennessee. Oh. I never heard of Paris. Okay, and then eight hours to. Um, Nairobi, Kenya, and we, it was it was awesome. Um, stayed in like we it was glamping basically. Like we stayed in like really fancy tents and shit. I saw all sorts of animals I never seen before. Um, a good. Hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, man. You, you kind of got it, got it, got it over the trip because a lot of people were like, <laughs> man, this nigga's trip sounds like really good. So and people do want to travel to the motherland. So as far as your, I guess, uh, accommodations where you were sleeping, you said, so it was really nice tents? Yeah, man, it was opulent, man. We stayed in um, these these tents, um, but they were glamp, glamping tents. Like, they were real dope. Like, you had, like, a space where, like, a butler would bring you tea and, and biscuits. They had, like, fully run bathrooms with, with granite countertops. Um, the, the beds were nice, um, but they were definitely tents. Um, they had monkeys outside, you know what I'm saying? Peeing and, and shitting on the side of the tent, but they would, and they would slide down the, 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 the top of the tent into trees and shit. And when you go outside at smoke, you could like, they'd come up to you and, and, and kind of fuck with you. They had warthogs running around that bitch and antelopes, but they weren't really fucking with nobody, even though they were wild animals. Um, so hold on. So w- let's start with uh, the monkeys, right? So yeah. just a wild monkey came up, and like you would be just cool, like, oh hey. Monkey. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I like animals. So I mean, the thing is, like, as a nigga who, who like, in, in, when I'm high and like to catch a vibe, I, I'll just go on YouTube and watch animals on National Geographic on, on YouTube. Ooh, so, <laughs> <laughs> boy. All right. Take your time, Pastor. <laughs> National Geographic on YouTube. I would. I mean, this was a vibe for me, so I wasn't like tripping on the monkeys coming up to me. They weren't like rip your face off monkeys. They was just chilling. Now, how do you know the difference between a rip your face off monkey and just a cool ass 
because they weren't they weren't baboons. They were like little tiny monkeys. They weren't like big ass monkeys. Um, But the baboons did come out at night and made terrible noises all night. So that would keep me up. I never I didn't necessarily sleep well during this trip because animals are loud as fuck. And and really at night, that's when the animals really get to killing each other. So um, heard a lot of death at night. So that and I I tried to explain to niggas like I was like, no, the animals scream when they die. I was like, no, they don't. Animals take that shit like a G when they die. I'm like, no, they don't. And I, I proved everyone wrong because you'd hear the screaming and, and pleas for life um, at night. So saw some lions. That was cool. Saw a hippo. Hippos my favorite animal. Saw hella hippos, um, hella aggressive ass hippos and, and crocodiles. And that was it was really cool, man. Like, I, I mean, and then we, we had we met people. We went to the Maasai village, you know what I'm saying, um, and met people and under, learned about how they live. They're polygamists. Um, and they and they they I mean they give they give two cows when they get married like as a dowry and I thought that was something they need to bring back you know what I'm saying here not necessarily cows maybe like a, a a fresh whip or two like a nice Hyundai. So how does the how does the dowry work? The the cows go to the family of the daddy. I mean the family of the groom or the family of the daughter. It go to the family of the of the daughter. Like you, you're paying for the daughter essentially two cows. That's the baseline. But it scales based on economic status of the families. So yeah, I don't they, think that's they, a good idea. I think the account the accounting is already in the favor of the bride. I don't think there needs to be any cows added to the ledger. I'm just gonna say that. Well, if you have a daughter, um, if you have a daughter, it means you're gonna have a, a windfall basically. Like if I applied the same logic, knowing I have two daughters, I'm gonna come out a winner in terms of like economic uh, prowess. So I mean, I like it. Conceptually, I mean, it it, um, it does a few things. It it, it ties it ties the families. It makes it something very transactional, but also it it makes sure that you're on the same economic wavelength, which which matters too. How much is a cow in Africa, by the way? I, I'm not sh- a cow is six hundred dollars. My fault. Yes, six hundred dollars in Africa. How much is a Jersey cow in Florida? Like ten stacks or something crazy. Way more. They're ca- no these now these cows are skinny as fuck. No, these ain't no like 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 big old Jersey oh, cows. These yeah. are like local Maasai cows. Um, they're they're skin like you can see their ribs and shit. Oh okay. So six hundred dollars per cow. So speaking Which, of cows, you said you you enjoyed the food. Great food. Um, very healthy food. Like the thing about Africa that, and I think Wood kind of spoke to this in his last with all due respect that kind of resonated with me talking about like how people take care of the planet and take care of things. They really care about the planet in Africa in a way I haven't seen here. Like they just do that shit better. Like they believe in sustainability. Um, they, 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 they respect animals. Plastic is pretty much illegal there. Like, you can't have no plastic bags. Like, they told us at the airport, like, you have a Ziploc bag, they're, they're going to find you immediately. They might even, like, um, tune you up a bit. So, they was like, you know, they don't fuck with no plastic bags. Um, everything is in glass bottles. They don't, if you litter, they going to put their hands on you. Like, they care, they really, like, care about the planet. They respect animals. They respect they respect each other. Even the way the driving people drive, like the, the roads are shit there. But everyone knows how to just drive together in concert to where I didn't see no accidents. You know, I, I mean, if it's if they had to apply the same logic in driving 
there that they do here, there'd be so many deaths. So I was just like, I just, it was just an awesome experience. Like I just, it made me see the world in a completely different way. It also made me kind of feel bad because at one point, mind these people live in like, these folks live in like, like the, the folks in the Maasai um, village, they live, they know what's going on in the world, but they live in huts. They live in like mud huts. And they were like, man, I heard about the George Floyd thing, man. I uh, hope, hope you guys are okay. These niggas feel bad for us. Like when they, when you put that in perspective, when you see someone who comes from a different place and, and doesn't necessarily have all the same things that you have from an economic standpoint, and they still feel bad for you, that shit resonated with me. So I was just like, you know, very interesting. Um, I'm going to go back. I'm going to bring my family. Um, I would recommend it to anyone just just for the experience. Um, so it was real cool. And also, after doing this, I don't get how niggas could be so smug about going overseas and all that stuff. Because niggas be kind of smug about that type of shit. And I, and I don't get it now that I've actually done it. Seems like niggas be assholes. But we could go into that when we get into the Drake conversation. Uh, <clears throat> but good times. Uh, what y'all? What was y'all up to? What's been going on with y'all? So this is we have to single somebody out because you're the A mic. And My bad. Do I, I don't I, know I, who you talking to? Talking to you. Oh, you oh how am I doing? Oh, yeah. Boy, oh, my bad. Uh, and then you said y'all so how, how are you doing um, oh Jeff? man i'm doing great man today marks uh 40 days and 40 nights of not touching the sauce um mm. Mm. so oh, for real you've been yeah. doing that for 40 days yep 40 days so i'll be back on the wagon next week but uh it's Welcome been back. been eye-opening you know what i'm saying i uh might clearer thoughts you know feel a lot better so gave my body a chance to like uh you know i've been eating and drinking and you know abusing it for for years so you know i could at least give it a, at least a month to try to regenerate some liver back and some other things so uh i'll be back you know drinking and kind of eating more more regular um but i'm still gonna you know cut back on a lot of things that I was, you know, going full throttle with. So I'm good, man. I'm good. Awesome. Uh, shoot, um, 5,000. Um, not a whole lot. Just trying to beat the heat. Uh, it's been a nationwide heat. Trying to beat your feet. Nah, the heat. (laughs) Been a nationwide heat wave and, um, Florida is no exception. Um, so that's it. Just pretty much trying to stay cool. Uh, work is picking back up for whatever reason. I don't really know why. Kind of odd that it's picking up at this time, but that's it. Uh, just hanging, enjoying summer. Awesome. How about you, Wood? I know I told your ass I wasn't doing that today, now. <laughs> you said you weren't talking about Father's Day. I ain't talking about none of that shit. I ain't or, talking about June I ain't talking about Juneteenth, and I ain't talking about Father's Day. Pass. Oh, I, I'll short your shorts off. Or we'll be this summer. <laughs> These is around the house shorts, dude. These is. <laughs> First of all, I didn't even know you had on shorts, but now you did told on yourself. <laughs> right now you got so defensive. Now, people know. <laughs> now you defensive, so I know. You. <laughs> right. It is a heat wave, though. I will say Father's Day was good. 
uh, for me, by you already, the way. You already gave you a spiel. What is a heat wave in Florida? A heat wave in Florida doesn't make sense to me. Like it's No, no, no. I say there's a nationwide heat wave, but... It's still hot as fuck here, though. <clears throat> yeah, the, the weatherman said it today. He was like, yeah. Basically, I mean, it's hot. It's going to be hot every day. Like, that's a non-story. So he was just saying, talking about what the record uh, highs were, and we're not far off. But, um, what are we talking about? High August. 90s? Like, what do we, I mean, it's Florida. I mean, what are we talking about here? I mean, um, yeah, like tomorrow is going to be like 98, 99. Um, so it's like 110 on the heat index and shit. Yeah, okay. a couple of days last week, the heat index was pretty stupid. Um, it's it's hotter than normal. That's why it's okay. a story. Yeah, it's bad, when, Flo- it's bad when Florida niggas is saying it's hot now because y'all niggas don't really get hot like that. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I, I like to sit outside. outside. I don't think you get used to the heat. <laughs> like Maybe if I went somewhere else and it was like 80 or 75 or something like that, I would. But outside of that, like... You ain't really, you don't get used to the heat. Um, the Florida niggas be just as content sitting out in that fucking heat, boy, smoking black and blacky miles and shit, boy. <laughs> to be honest, I was outside smoking my black and mild on the porch, um, per the usual, um, this morning. I just couldn't stand it. Like, I mean, maybe I'm still jet lagged, but that shit made me feel weak a little bit. So I was like, this heat is, it's, it's a little different. It's hitting different. And we were talking yeah, about this at the cookout. I mean, you just came from Africa. So. We were talking about this at the cookout. Last weekend. So, do you still freak your blacks? No. When was the last time you saw a nigga freak a black? A year ago. A year. Okay, that sounds about. <laughs> about a year. You are fucking. It's crazy because some people right now are listening and like, what the fuck is freaking a black? I'll freak a now. Don't well, I'll, like, I'll freak a black if I have the time and and. And it, it was probably about a year ago. Like it was me who freaked the black, but it, it I don't do it on the nor- on a normal circumstances. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand how you can smoke a black without freaking it. I thought that was just that's what I was about to say. Like, what happened that people stopped freaking blacks? I was say. I wish the black the blacks would just come freaked already. Pre freak blacks, what? A pre freak black, freaky. Yeah, I come I mean, not a, a rapper named Freaky Black. And if you don't <laughs> right. freak it just right. Yeah, for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Free, freak is dead in like rolling. Like this nigga talking about he freaked the black. This shit tight as fuck, nigga. <laughs> is Freaky Black's like a porn franchise? Or am I just making that up? No, but it sounds like it should it's be. Very much sounds like that. But like in the VC, v, VCR VHS days, like Freaky Black's six. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and motherfuckers with Jerry curls and shit. Sounds Jerry curl porn. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about your father's day was awesome. Yeah, it was cool, man. Um, just, you know, got gifts, went out to, had a nice brunch, you know what I'm saying? Not much, um, just just enough, you know what I'm saying? I I, I don't know, I mean... Uh-oh, I didn't know it was going to get deep into it. I just, I mean, that's, that's it. <laughs> it was just, All right, I do want to cut you short, but... So, I was, uh, my homegirl uh, sent me a text saying that she was talking to her some of her uh, women friends, and they are dating guys with kids, right? Um, and they ended up giving those dudes like Father's Day gifts. So she was like, they were really nice. Like I got Tito a watch for Father's Day, blah blah blah. But she was kind of taken aback. Like I've never heard of that shit before. Like that, 
like that's not her job you know what i'm saying so i was trying to see what y'all's take on that getting your significant other or somebody you're dating if they have kids uh present on mother's or father's day it's always interesting to me when a motherfucker say something ain't their job but that's what I was just about to say like, I mean I'm not really tripping I wouldn't have any expectation of anybody to get me anything um, because I basically feel like it falls on whoever the children are of that mother or father where Mother's, mother's Day Father's Day come around or whatever so whatever but yeah when, when you go that extra step and like oh that ain't my job or whatever like don't be afraid to do too much either I guess I'll say let me ask y'all this too another question um, do you still get your ex or your baby mama baby daddy something for mother or father's day you should I mean, so if you if you have a baby mama and she's the mother of your child then you should get her something for Mother's Day, right? I think that's... It goes your mama, then the mother of your kids, and then we get to the tertiary shit like you just mentioned just then, right? Like, Yeah, like boyfriends who got kids and shit, right? But definitely the mother of your kids and definitely your mama. In in, in perpetuity, as long as they got custody of the kid. Yeah. Nah, because I was gonna say I agree with Wood. Um, unless you have some other, unless you made alternate arrangements, um, I just say I can see it go both ways. I can see if they do get something, I can see if they don't. Because a lot of times people bring other stuff into it, but I think at least on your child's behalf, to a certain point anyway you should acknowledge it. You know what I'm saying? You can't expect the eight-year-old kid to get a parent something for a Mother's Day or Father's Day or whatever. So you should facilitate it, you know what I'm saying, at least up until the point that they could take over for themselves or whatever. It so, ain't got to be nothing sexy. Hell, it could be a $25 gift certificate to DoorDash or something. Like, you know, just a little something to say, Happy fucking Mother's Day. Like, it ain't got to be. What about 15 I'm good with that. I can get something with that. 15 cold, man. Put something with that. Put something with that. Down. Down. But to JJ's first question, though, I mean, if you are, if that nigga is your old man, this, this is what I don't get about women. Like, if that nigga is your old man, he's your boyfriend, like, hopefully for some extended period of time, why would you not treat him in a way where you want to so appreciate, even if it's not your kid? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand why, why, she, would she do that if she, if she were married to him? Yeah. That's a good question. I think so the person who says it's not their job. I'm saying like, the person if, who, if a person says it's not their job, they're never going to do it ever in life. I want to be perfectly fucking clear well, about well, that. Well, nobody's and, ever going to do it. If I, we have this preconceived notion as men and women that we can act a certain way for the first 30 years of our life. And then we go through a ceremony and then all of a sudden we're going to change and do something different. That's not how human beings <laughs> operate. Anybody who says that read women is, is full of shit. Like. You can't be like, oh, well, you know, I'm not giving you all these benefits because you're not my husband, so on and so forth. And you've basically been in that sort of relationship for 30, 35, 40 years of your life. And then one day you go through a ceremony, you expect to not operate that way anymore. That That's horseshit. That's not how human beings work. Absolutely. Absolutely. You practice how you play. 
Yeah, so, I mean, if, if she, I mean, if he is looking at her and it's like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm the, I'm the father of these kids. I mean, she should appreciate him as if she were married to him, unless she was going to not get him to something for ha- for Father's Day, even if they were married. I mean, if that's what she's going to do, all right, that's a little bit better, but she can't fake the funk like, oh, well, I'm just a girlfriend right now, so I'm not about to buy this nigga nothing for Father's Day. That's horseshit. Is that had, horseshit? I'm about to say, I had that conversation with somebody today, like, after the fact when something happens and it can't be easily vetted or checked or whatever, then that's when people... uh I always come heavy like, oh man, you know what I'm saying? I was going to get something, but then he was like, nah, I don't even worry about it. I just, you know, whatever the kids get me, I'm straight with it. Like, no the fuck you weren't. Like, you ain't going to do that shit. Yeah. I hate when niggas say shit like that. But, I mean, that, you make a good point, Wood, because if we think about, I be looking at looking at all these women on, like, on Instagram who post on their stories or they make posts saying, like, I ain't finna do no no wife shit as a girlfriend. You shouldn't either. I'm like, I'm like, but you single and you gonna stay that way though because yeah. you selfish a little bit. <laughs> like that's 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 your nature. So you need to also probably come to grips with the fact that no one's gonna fuck with you because of that. Yeah. I mean, and you get into bad habits of withholding until you get what you want. That type of attitude carries over into a marriage. It starts with I'm not gonna give you X until you marry me. But then you get married and it's like, all right, well, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to give you no pussy until this or I'm not going to be nice to you until this. Right. It's a habit of tit for tat, quid pro quo. I'm not going to do I'm not going to do what you want me to do until you give me this. And that's a, where a lot of unhealthy relationships start. That type that's of what I said. That's why I said don't be afraid to do too much, because once you start counting and all that shit, you already fucked up. Yep. Agreed. Absolutely. So, sounds like we had a good Father's Day, I guess. All right. So, <laughs> um, so I mean, I don't know. Um, you don't got going to Juneteenth, but I did. We can though. We can do no, no. Just go. We we we. Can. Did y'all celebrate it? Oh God. What am I supposed yes. to do on Juneteenth? Like, I I don't. Am I supposed to do something special on Juneteenth? I don't know. Get in a drum circle like I did. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I mean, Juneteenth is however you want to celebrate it, man. It's your day. Your day to be a free black man or a free black woman in the world. Okay. So, so you yes. can barbecue. You can do nothing. You can watch Lean On Me. Uh, do whatever you want to, man. Okay, be, so I treated it like every other day off. Black. Every other federal holiday, I treated it like that. Got it. Yeah. I just chill, um, and I made it a extra point to chill because I didn't feel like I should be doing a whole bunch of heavy lifting on a day dedicated to the end of slavery. So I made it a point not to do any manual labor. Yeah, um, they had a Juneteenth festival in New Orleans. You know, New Orleans is always going to have a festival and a parade. Uh, Chill so festival. I, yeah, I went down down to Armstrong Park and uh, they had vendors and music and like a little kids choir sing, lift every voice and sing, man. It was cool, man. So what did you drink at the festival? Like ice cold water or something? Like- yeah, definitely. And I went late as hell because it was hot as fuck. It was just New Orleans. Um, but it, it was cool, man. I talked to this lady, caught me some new crystals, you know what I'm saying? Probably so. My man. I wanted to, I, and I really 
was going to also buy dashiki. I feel like every man should have a tux and dashiki, and I'm don't have a dashiki so now, I don't have a dashiki but what is the is it a kafkin what is it the the suit the African suits they wear with, with the tunic and the pants you got one of those oh yeah I got, I got a fit oh that counts that counts I got a fit cause you're Nigerian right so I'm, I'm, I'm like 50% Nigerian and 30% whatever the fuck is right next to Nigeria Benin and Togo so I'm from somewhere some kind of way yeah I'm 44% I used to have a nice Nigerian. I need to do my shit. What'd, you say, what, what'd y'all do y'all through? I'm 44% Nigerian. My man. What'd you do it through? Gotta get this scam going. Uh, well, I paid, I mean, <laughs> nigga I paid my New sister to get it done. <laughs> I paid so, a nigga in New oh, Orleans. Oh, we got the same parents. <laughs> they got a nigga on Bourbon Street doing, <laughs> doing blood tests. Right. They <laughs> come <laughs> I spit the jaw. I'm gonna rub my hand over it. Yeah, you Nigerian, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Get on. <laughs> I need to do some research and find out what, what I am then. I think 23 and me is pretty good now. I did Ancestry at first. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people do 23 and me. I think that's what I bought, 23 and me. Did you have to give them some of your blood? Nah, they they, they swap, you give you a saliva. Yeah. Okay. Alright, cool. Her 23 and me be stealing niggas' um, information, their DNA, and um, use it for like research, but no. They could, but at this point, I, I guess this point in your life, right? Like after you didn't hit forty, like niggas are scared of pe- people stealing DNA and cloning them and like setting them up or whatever. The f- nigga, that's not gonna happen to you. Right, you scared everybody. I don't give a fuck about you no more. Good, good, good. All right, cool. I, I think I'm gonna do the research then. That sounds good. No, no, do right. the research though. I mean, it's fun. I mean, you went to Africa. I did, and I know I'm not. Definitely not Kenyan, but I would like to know where I'm from. Is your name still Chef? I don't. Is your name yeah. still your name? Okay. Right. My name's still my name. Okay. All right, cool. Um, so, um, going into the topics today. So, Black Music Month. Uh, so, last well, week before last, uh, we were going through the the um, Black Music Song of the Day. Like, so they have like the challenge where they uh, come up with you know. A topic and you come up with songs that kind of fit the topic. So for today, today's the 22nd, um, they asked for a song for your haters and your naysayers. This was, this was interesting to me. I had, so I had a song queued up though. Um, what, did y'all have any songs in mind for today? Have y'all, y'all suspecting this? I don't, I don't really pay I, attention to haters I, and naysayers, so definitely not going to give them a song. Yeah, yeah I, I've been doing it every day, but this is probably the least interesting one for me, so I mean, I did the new Kendrick song. Yes, yeah, two you could choose from, but... We go back a day because that this one was... Or weird. we could talk about Drake and Beyonce. What you that's really, that's what really you interesting. Said. Got it. Well, well, fuck it. Let's go into it. Um, Drake and Beyonce. Let's talk about Drake first. Um, Drake came out with a new dance album last week. What is it called? Because Drake. Something, however, never mind. Is that it? Or close to that? Something, never mind. I don't think. Something. That's really what it's called. Yeah, it's something, never mind. Hello, never mind, or some shit. I think it's however, never mind. I really think that's the name of it. These are all awful, terrible names for album. Let me see. Um, but Drake, oh, honestly, never mind. Honestly, honestly, never mind. mind. There it is. There it is. Ding for everybody. 
So it came out last week. It is a dance album. I didn't listen to it um, because I like to be consistent. Uh, but what, from what I've gathered is I've heard snippets because people use Drake's have been using his songs for like uh, little sassy little um, TikToks. Like they'll 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 jerk and they'll twerk and, and men and women, everybody across the spectrum are using snippets from his album to um, shake their ass. And, and to be honest, it's not my vibe. Uh, it's, it sounds like house music. I am, I know house music exists. I know it's a, a, a regional, popular regional music, like, you know, in Chicago, uh, Detroit, kind of, Baltimore, New Jersey, you know what I'm saying? And it's cool. I mean, I, I know it exists, but from what I gathered, it was, seems like it wasn't really my vibe, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't a big fan of it personally. Um, but anybody else heard the album or had any thoughts? I've heard it. I've done a couple of playthroughs. Um, okay. Open Kimono, I have listened to house music, club music, if you will. When I was in middle school, I was a I was a bass fan, bass thinking, think ace of bass, enigma sort of situation. Um, okay. So I like bass music. I used to like bass music. Um, so it, I liked it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't consume it like... I would consume a hip hop album mainly. I consumed it like I would just any other like pop sort of music. Um, I was pressing some shirts for my family reunion, so I had that on. That was like really upbeat, it's, like really something cool to like have in the background, like playing. It's got it's it's some good music. I have no idea what the hell Drake was talking about. You know, typically I, I kind of want to hear what the artist is talking about or whatever. I really didn't hear shit that he was talking about, but he had some good beats on it and stuff like that, man. So it was good. I actually kind of, I went straight from the Drake album into, um, what is it? Dawn FM. Cause it seemed like Dawn FM the weekend and this album kind of matched up a little bit. It went from like the new age right into like the, the club music. So it was a natural progression. I personally like it because I like that sort of music. Um, I understand some people may not like it, um, but I think some people don't like it for like fucked up reasons. Like if you don't like house music, that's cool, right? Like I don't like it because I don't like the house vibe. But some people like they didn't like it because it just wasn't rap. Like this is not rap, you know what I'm saying? Like this is this is bullshit. Like it doesn't sound like a rap album. It's like that's okay, you know what I'm saying? Like a music artist is fully capable of not doing staying in a box. I mean, isn't that what we love Kanye for? I think we were talking about like 808s. 808s was a really weird sort of album. It's one of my favorite Kanye albums. Actually, I think it's like number three for me. But it was just a really weird off album. And I think Drake kind of tapped into that from a music standpoint. But I think to some, he kind of didn't give us the rap. And I think that's where some people are upset. You meant PM Don, right? Yeah, was was it PM? No, PM Dawn are the people that sang the song in the nineties. I will, I will. Said Dawn FM. Is it my turn? They sing. Is it my turn? Dawn FM is his album. The weekend. The weekend. Oh, okay, 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 got it. You threw PM Dawn in there. Fuck my whole shit up. Like PM Dawn, nigga. What? I mean, I don't listen to the weekend either. So you've never listened to the weekend. You've never had. You never like listened to scumbag music. Uh, to be honest, I've never listened to any weekend record. House no. of Balloons was a treat. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm do, I'm, I'm do the weekend like that. 
JJ, I know you, like, I know you don't like heroin music. You didn't like House of Balloons, J. Joe? Nah. It's, it's probably the best out of all the weekend. Okay. But that was pure, like, heroin music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I guess there's a place for that. Um, but <laughs> I'm doing I, heroin. <laughs> right. And heroin, then. Yeah. Uh, but this Drake album, man, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's 100% my vibe. You know what I'm saying? Because I like to shake ass. You know what I'm saying? I like. <laughs> I like all I like all types of regional music. So it was like a little bit of like they said Jersey House, uh Baltimore House, it was like some international Afrobeats house, some Chicago like techno, Detroit techno type house music. Um so I mean I'm just happy that I I'm not boxed in with my music taste. So you know, kinda like Wood was saying, like I I listen to a lot of everything growing up you know what i'm saying and that's just kind of how the 80s were um but yeah so i really liked it man i i definitely go it's definitely good for like barbecues and like and me being a uh you know a international dj i mean i could just see people worldwide you know like jamming to it and like all these niggas have so much shit to say about a Drake album, and like this nigga's not making music for you niggas no more. You know what I'm saying? Like my homeboy who produces in Atlanta, he said he had some people in the in the studio and they were just hating on it. And he was like, "Man, what do you think like Drake's most popular, or biggest grossing song is?" You know, niggas want to be like, you know, all the nigga songs that Drake has. And I was like, "No, nigga, it's fucking like one dance." You know what I'm saying? So. This shit is gonna be played everywhere, like games. They said he making music for Zara's and shit like that. Cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm glad that at least a black artist is getting that type of music in the mall money. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you gotta walk through fucking Dillard's, nigga. Might as well be a Drake song, as you know? Because I heard that with Passion Fruit. I I was in like I can't remember where I was. I was like, oh nigga, they playing Passion Fruit. So I fuck with Passion Fruit, Drake. So, you know, I, I plan on uh, shaking the tail feather with this shit whenever it comes on, wherever it comes on. Yeah. Oh, and it's going to come on. So. My niggas have like 50 Cent and make dance music. Like, niggas get brand new on hip hop. Like, everybody just makes hardcore fucking rap, nigga. Like, niggas definitely make shaky, shake ass songs. I don't have a problem with them making shake ass songs. I just feel like. To J. Joe's point, it's it's for a larger audience. It's not necessarily for, you know, hip hop hip hop crowd, and that's cool. I I mean, I'm not a fan either way, so it don't really matter to me. Um, but I'm, I guess, I, I guess you kind of answer my question. I was going to ask, what was the purpose of the album? To make dance music. It's a dance album for niggas to dance. Yeah, Drake, Drake's everyone. Had- well, maybe not everyone, but the recent albums have all have had an inspiration of a different type of music. Like I think the one before that was a very much what like soca, like reggae sort of vibe to it. He did a bunch of different shit on that last album. I wasn't sure. It seemed like he was trying to touch a bunch of different things on that last album, which was confusing. I mean, he's trying to give niggas something new, but not necessarily just pure rap. He's trying to give niggas... He's not Kanye. He can't go and do 
a fucking Yeezus album himself. He's got to like tap into other other stuff, and I think that's what he's trying to do. I honestly think he's fucking bored. I think he's fucking bored, and he's trying to tap into different shit with different types of music, and maybe catch on fire a little bit and find something that people fucking fuck with. Because we've heard every honestly, we've heard everything that Drake can fucking say. There is nothing that Drake can say that is fucking new. You know what I'm saying? Why do you think he's bored? <clears throat> he's, like, Drake has controlled hip hop. I mean, and people can disagree with me, but Drake has controlled hip hop. He's been probably the top hip hop artist. If you want to count him as a hip hop artist, he's control. He's been the, probably the most dominant hip hop artist. One, probably for a stretch in history, and secondly, for like probably what the cla- the last decade. When did So Far Gone come out? I'm sorry. When did Comeback season come out? It's been more than 10 years at this point. Right. No, I agree with you on that. He's definitely been the, the dominant artist at least the past 12, 12 years. But, but a lot of artists do that. Like Andre 3000 got bored with rap. You know what I'm saying? Let me do this. Fucking Lupe, he out here fucking playing with swords and shit. Like sometimes <laughs> niggas are just so talented that it's like, let me just do some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Stir up some creative juices. Because at this point, Drake can make a hit in his sleep. Yeah. That's true. That's fair. I I I can I can respect your point of view on that. So let's. So are you just not gonna listen to Drake just because Drake is Drake? Because um, you might want to play that whatever hater song you had on your Instagram for yourself to listen to. What 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 hater song? I don't know. You just said the music hate the song oh, that you played for oh, the niggas hate. Oh, I I picked a magnificent by Rick Ross, but um I I um. I don't like house music like that. Like, I, if I think about like the the old like, because the house music was like popular, like on was mainstream popular. I think that's what's gonna they're trying to push that to make it mainstream popular again. It was popular like thirty years ago, which is fine. Wait, what? Um, Wait, hold time on what? Main like pop dance music, house music was pop music. About thirty years ago, right? Like when no. Crystal Waters house and music, CC house music, and all them EDM and all of that shit is still the most popular music from a DJ standpoint. I don't think it was EDM though. It didn't sound like EDM. I think it sounded like more like house though. I'm talking about everything yeah. in, like from an electronic sort of genre, like all whether it's house, whether it's club, whether it's EDM, whether it's techno. I'm including oh. them under a larger umbrella. So you okay? So you would you would put this under the EDM umbrella? I mean, because no, you're right. EDM is the most popular music. But I, I, I guess I'm thinking of a different sound. I think of EDM. Well, you didn't listen to it to not like it. That's what I'm saying. So I heard no. I heard every. I heard like three different Man, songs. You said you from, heard Instagram. Snippets. Yeah, from Instagram. I heard three different songs from Instagram. I hated all of them. My fault. Like <laughs> I didn't like none of them. I kind of wish that Drake gave me a dubstep track in there, though. Honestly, but. And I think it's just my yeah, personal taste is all. I mean, <laughs> like, but I know that. <laughs> I feel like, like, and then also when I saw niggas saying like the whole, this album's not for you, and if you don't have a passport and you don't have like a a six eighty credit score, it was some bullshit like that. I'm like, come on, man, don't don't be goofy. Ah, mm, it's some truth to like the like exposure. Like you go back to exposure, like it's like. I don't know, man. I feel like if you if you've been out of 
Gary and it's experience from other places. You know what I'm saying? Like some niggas don't give shit even a chance, but sometimes people will give shit a chance in the right um, environment. So like you might not like Afrobeats, but nigga, you waking up to fucking hippopotami and fucking giraffes and monkeys throwing shit on your tent and somebody throw on some Afrobeats, you might be like, oh nigga, this shit grooving. So I love I mean, Afrobeats so. Afro, so Afro like it's is great. So until you've been to a fucking what's that big club in that fucking Panama City, nigga? La Vila, what they stick it into? Yeah, La Vila, yeah. They're right, and, and have that fucking and fucking smoke and lasers, nigga. You might not fuck with it, but in the right, you know, Becky doing that thing on you, you might be like, all right, I can, I can fuck with it. And you make, and you make a good point. I mean, and maybe what's happening now is it's going to become. The, the new wave because then yesterday Beyonce came out with a single um, with the same vibe. It was a it was a house style song. So um, what was the name of her shit? Really? Huh? Don't get us in trouble with the hire, bro. I don't want to fuck up the name. It was something positive and oh, you something you want something my soul. You want my soul. You won't. You won't take my soul. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. That's it. She came out with you won't break my soul. I listened to it because it wasn't the whole album, and I tend to give Beyonce more leeway. Um, Why? Because she likes it. I didn't like it either. <laughs> so I need to keep it a buck. I was like, I mean, in the name of consistency, I was like, ah, oh, this is not that great to me either. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I could see niggas like, and niggas immediately went and went to TikTok and went to um, you know the the reels and started posting videos of them doing something that you won't break my soul. Um, babe girl telling niggas to quit their jobs and shit, and I'm like, oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's carefree, <laughs> but not not for me. So you know, what y'all think about that one? Y'all listen to that one? Yeah, I'm not really a Beyonce fan. You know where I'm gonna reside on this um but i'm not gonna knock her for trying i mean we need our music black pop music or whatever it does is whatever we're calling the r&b hip-hop diaspora diaspora how do i say that diaspora diaspora okay um we need to get a little bit more back to dance we should have a lot of dance in our music i mean we had hip-hop we had hardcore hip-hop but we also had a lot of dance we had a lot of dance tracks. I mean, everybody's comparing Beyonce to like, what, C.C. Peniston and Robin S. and stuff like that. But we used to have a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? We used to have a lot of artists that would just come out of fucking nowhere with a hot-ass dance track. Shit, Patra is going to drop a fucking track every fucking now and then. Yeah, we had a lot of dance oh, rap, though, yeah. at, the, at the time. True. Shit, you know what I'm MC saying? Hammer was fucking getting people dancing their fucking ass off. Um, but true. we need to get back to that. So, I mean, I feel that people should be more more welcoming of people trying to go back into that lane. Right. But I mean, that's just MC Hammer. I mean, you had De La Soul, yeah. uh, Tribe, uh, Leaders of the New School, like, Heavy D. Didn't play Heavy D, like, you know, nigga Biz Markie, like, yeah. niggas, that's back when black people used to like to dance and go out and hang out before, you know, everything had to be gangster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the thing is, niggas are so less gangster than they were back then which is you know I agree and I agree with that part of it like what you're saying like I think that we do need to go back to fun music where niggas could dance and have a good time like I mean hell I mean Chris Brown came out with a single 
with it's like an Afrobeat song. He did something with Wizkid, and that shit sounded great. I I started immediately dancing to it in my car. Like this, but, is, a, this is a new song. Yeah, yeah, it came out like a like a few weeks ago. Me. Well, but yeah, my take counts on this shit. Oh yeah, so I mean. You put Big Frida on the song, you know what I'm saying? You had me at <laughs> Big Frida, you know what I mean? So, I mean, since we're staying consistent, like, I fuck with it. Like, it's a dance song. It has more of a, like, uh, American old school, like, C.C. Peniston type uh, house to it, uh, as opposed to more international with Drake. But it's still, again, dance music, like, I'm like what was it? I I feel like we should go back to having fun, but life's too short for you to just be around here mad and grimacing. It's gonna be fucking hot. Might as well fucking go ahead, get sweaty with it. Um, yeah, that Chris Brown song is called "Call Me Every Day." Y'all can check that out when y'all when y'all on shit. But that enough Chris Brown should come out next week. Maybe Chris Brown will be on the same shit. I th- I like Chris Brown more as an artist, so maybe. If he's going like the whole dance route too, I mean, he's this shit always. You could always dance to Chris Brown shit though. He was always pretty consistent with that. So, um, I think one of the other points of Beyonce dropping is that like she's dropped these four box sets that people are buying up, and you don't know what the fuck you're buying. So that's box set very, music. You don't know. You have box one, two, three, and four. And motherfuckers are buying them, and you don't know what the fuck's in the box. Or, it's like a know. box of Beyonce. You're right. But motherfuckers are buying that shit up, and that just shows, like, how cold she is. Like, you got motherfuckers just buying promises. You know what I'm saying? And I think maybe $40 a pop. I'm not sure how much they are, but... Okay. Niggas, I saw somebody say they only have like for CD comes in that bitch. Niggas ain't even got CD players no more. Like, what you? What's in the box? Yeah, I don't. Shout out to the movie Seven. Right. I mean, I don't know, man. I know the niggas rich and everything, but I'm not. I'm not. I guess I'm not rolling on that shit. <laughs> I be. I feel like I'm. I feel like an old man. Like I feel like I'm becoming less and less accepting. Kind of a hater, but it's okay. No, I'm not a hater. I'm not, I'm just not interested. Not the same thing. Okay. Is it? Hey man, we can move right along, bro. Move right along. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we, we we'll, we'll talk about. Oh, it's going back to music. So somebody hit me up and was like, um, "Y'all were talking about waterfalls. Now, what do you think that that verse says?" Uh, I think Chef said it. What verse? What part? Uh, the beginning of Waterfalls. <laughs> Talking about the girl, the verse with the girl has uh, AIDS. Little Precious has a natural obsession for temptation. Okay. Okay. Say, I don't know. Maybe you said a natural infection <laughs> um, on the podcast because that's what they hit me up and said. Like, it just, it's like, I definitely think he said that. Uh, <laughs> he definitely said that. That's a natural obsession. That's how I, hey, man, goes. somebody's going to have to run the tape back. No, but. I heard that. I thought he was making a joke. I thought he was like... <laughs> so he did say natural infection. Yeah, I, I said natural infection? Yes. Okay. So they just wanted to make sure you knew what the, what the words actually Root were. Root boy. 
I ain't gonna front. That's funny. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I props to me for saying that, but yeah, but I can't wait till we get us a, a stat person to do this work for us. Yeah, we need an intern. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. My, my fault. Yeah, I mean, but it was about AIDS. I think. I really said that. <laughs> hey, man, we know it's about AIDS. I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah. So, um, so now we keep on going with music. Then this will be a short music podcast. So, versus is coming up this week. Versus, you have geez, y'all. Y'all are grasping at straws, my nigga. So they doing a versus of Mario. Versus Omarion. Now, um, I'm not sure who asked for this. I'm not really sure if Mario has 20 songs. Uh, I know are he you, has. Are you sure Omarion does? If you get into Omarion the, has plenty of songs. Especially Omarion if you get has to the B2K songs. Okay. B2K songs. Yeah. Like he he could, he could, he could dig in like and Omarion. He's got features Omar- too. Yeah, and he got features. Mario has some bops in the 2000s. What song is that? How do I breathe? You ready for me? Mario's got like four, five top heavy hits. Yeah, I. I think it stops at three. Has right. This thing has like three and a possible. This thing is a bad space here. Yeah, I don't know. Like, why did they do Omarion versus versus Marcus Houston? Probably that would have been that would that would have been cool. Probably age. The no, age. because the thing is, they're from the same camp. Basically, I would love to hear hear some um, constantly or feel the funk. Yeah, but I think, I, I think the Chris Stokes thing might be a little weird. I, I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, the whole um, molestation yeah, thing. The they fuck with each other still? That wasn't the right word. Are they still friends? <laughs> Them and Chris Stokes? I hope not. No, no, I'm talking about Omarion and uh, Marcus Houston. I don't know, man. I, I, no, I do not know. What was that? What was that gangster Omarion song? Like when he signed? Who did he sign to? Rick Ross? Label? He signed to Rick Ross. What song did he come back with? I know he came out with something after. I thought yeah, I know he signed, was, but I know he song music was produced. Nah, it was his song. It was hard. Man. The thing is, Omarion has some shit though. Like I'm looking at, it. he really don't. Have, he has some B2K shit. He ain't got a lot of Mar- Omarion shit. Let me love you. I just played. Let me love you or whatever it is. That's a, that's a Omarion song, right? I think it's was, supposed to be. You got that. Yeah, ice be. box. Some called distance. Is it uh, supposed to be? Isn't he doing the hook on supposed to be? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah this nigga, nah, he ain't got it either. They might have do. I think, I think, versus. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna come up with twenty. Cause he's gonna pull out some B2K shit. Oh, he can do. He do. Ain't uh, gonna hold you down. Yes, he, he has some features. Yeah, let me. Yeah, he'll probably pull out some guests and shit, and make it more entertaining. Um, yeah, touch. We forgot about touch. I didn't for touches. Touches the shit. Should it have been Omarion versus Bow Wow? Would that have been better? No, I, I didn't. They, Bow Wow already do want to get somebody. Yeah, that was weird. Soldier Boy, 
Soldier Boy, that's what he did against. Nah. Bow Wow was big soldier. Yeah, Bow Wow would have whooped his ass. Yeah, maybe we just shouldn't insane. maybe we just shouldn't have done this at all. Maybe we just should have just left this. Maybe they're not doing twenty songs though, because I mean they're also gonna have an undercard. Um, it's gonna be um a team setup where they have Ray J and Bobby Valentino. Jesus Christ versus Pleasure P and Sammy. Um, that's actually not was, bad though, because right, it's, that's it's, way better than Omarion versus yeah. Mario. That whole, is that a whole lineup for the night? They're all yeah, it's the whole. It's, that's the that's the undercard before they go into. I mean, I think I think Pleasure P versus like Ray J would probably be more entertaining than Omarion versus so, Mario. So isn't this the same people that were on tour together? Isn't there a tour that? Yeah, they people? did the. Um, they call it shit. Highly successful, like by the way. I heard that shit. Uh, it was yeah. a very successful tour, yeah. What was it called? Um, it was like the whole 2000s tour, but they yeah. uh, they shut that shit down um, during the pandemic. But yeah, it was a really good tour. Too much grinding. So who's on Pleasure P side? It's Pleasure P and who? Against and who Sammy. Sammy has. The fuck, how did fuck did Sammy three get solid, this? Three solid hits, though. I mean, he got as many as. Uh, Sammy got as many as. Uh, as, Mar- as Mario. Easily, I think Mario's got a hit or two more than Sammy. Sammy get, has. I like the way you look at me. I like the time you spend, baby. Sammy song. had some other shit when he became an adult. It's a dance song. It's a what? It wasn't good. But it's a dance song. It's got a very. But Atlanta, I mean, I'm a. Atlanta I'm a booty I'm shake. Give okay. props let me to, let me let me go back. Omario. I mean, Omario definitely has more hits than Sammy. Oh shit. I mean, but, of course, but I think Saving might only have two. But Pleasure P got plenty of hits. That's what I'm saying. Like, if Pleasure P just went against Ray J, I, I mean, and Bobby then Valentino Ray got J some shit too. It's, it's Ray, Ray J, J and Bobby, Bobby Valentino. Ray J. Oh, Bobby Valentino, Ray J going kill him. Bobby Valentino got some shit. I'd be forgetting yeah. um, all because then he got also got Blackberry Molasses when he was with Mister and shit. Yep. Yeah, hey, boy, is, there, is there a sadder song than Blackberry Molasses? Um, is that song about AIDS too? Like, I thought it was about suicide. Bad news. Yeah, it was about suicide. Yeah, now, my life ain't worth it. So no, somebody called him and said, "Oh, uh, maybe." I thought somebody called him and was like, "Yeah, you got AIDS." And time is slowly taking away. That's Might what Sean Aiden said. I think I can sing. I think pancakes. I'm better off dead. No, it's about, it's about suicide. That's a sad-ass fucking song. Yeah, it ain't boy. about pancakes. <laughs> it's not about, like, this, the Black Berry Molasses syrup. No. Shout out to um, Crackle Barrel. Think about it. The Black Berry Molasses used to be on, like, R&B love CDs I, for some did reason. Did I bring up Blacker Barrel here? It's like a Crackle Barrel for, for like, black people. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? Is that real? No, no, that, I made that up in my brain. That would be delicious. I love Cracker Barrel, but I don't like the guilt of eating there. Sounds like a yeah. blood, a blood Cracker Barrel. Blacker Barrel? Oh, yeah. We don't know. I don't want to feel like a coon is the issue. It would, would be Bracker Barrel. It would, yeah, you're right. You're correct. It would be Bracker Barrel. <laughs> God damn. Hey, young, I think we're, I think that's it. Hold on. Uh, uh, is that it? Is that it? Uh-huh. That's the dossier, bit. This nigga got something to do. I don't. That is a dossier. <laughs> we wanted to keep it short and sweet. We got an hour. Nice. Power hour. But you don't have to take uh, JJ's word for it. Boom, 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 boom.
Make it into a house song. You've rocked with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love, show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the with all due respects. All right, um, as summer gets in the full swing, you gotta say with all due respect. Right, with all due respect, as summer is getting in the full swing, we had touched on it earlier, talking about like the record heat waves and all this stuff. You gotta make sure that you're going above and beyond um, with your hydration. Like, make it a point, get your Gatorade or um, something besides just water to try to amp up your uh, hydration intake. Because for whatever reason, global warming, climate change, whatever you want to call it, um, <clears throat> temperatures are on the rise. And definitely don't be out here passing out, catching heat, stroking out. So make sure you up your hydration. It's going to be a long, hot summer with all due respect. With all due respect, um, I love Amazon. I, I, I buy things off Amazon very frequently. My wife does too. I'm a Prime member. All of these great things. But recently I've been doing research into Amazon as a company as well as Jeff Bezos or whatever. I mean, a lot of people look up to Jeff Bezos um, because he's rich as fuck and he does cool shit as a rich person or whatever. But as you delve deeper into who Jeff Bezos is, man, you find out that he's probably one of the worst people on the planet. Um, he's just really everything that us as us as mostly minorities, black people who look up to Jeff Bezos, we should be some of the biggest people that do not advocate for this motherfucker. This motherfucker stands for everything that probably would have enslaved us in the first place. So I am making a a conscious decision to, if at all possible, to not buy things on Amazon. I don't care if you don't do it or not. I would highly suggest you you not do that. If you can buy from a direct storefront, do that. If you can buy from a small business site or actually go to the business, I feel that that would be great, right? So I mean, Amazon is purposely building distribution centers in um, neighborhoods with people of color, um, impoverished neighborhoods, brown, brown people, all of those sort of neighborhoods. And it goes into those neighborhoods and it uses those facilities and it basically hires people for glorified slave labor. If you don't like slavery, you probably should not like Amazon. Like the way that it treats its employees is something akin to something you would see in a, a Foxconn, something like that in China. That is really just not good for any sort of workers. And most of those people that are in there working are people that look closer to you and me than uh, our other Hugh uh, brothers and sisters. But with that also come the inherent issues of basically uh, Amazon only goes into places where they get heavy tax incentives to do so. So you have these distribution centers that are in black and brown neighborhoods that are basically operating for free. Right. If the distribution center catches on fire, they don't even pay the property taxes to pay for the fire department to come and put the fire out. Also, because of the way they set up their business, they don't even pay sales tax. Right. So that sales tax that they 
you know, on all these different transactions that they're moving throughout their distribution centers. The sales tax doesn't even go back to the neighborhood that is housing it, those black and brown neighborhoods, man. So that's just their business model. It's a great product. It's efficient. It's convenient as fuck. And there's no way that you can completely cut them off because they are basically the evil empire. But if at all possible, man, just go and research Amazon, read some books on Amazon. There are plenty of books out there. There are plenty of cases out there. And just if you can make a purchase that's not on Amazon, after you do that research, I would, you know, I would implore you to make the conscious decision to not buy from Amazon if at all possible, with all due respect. Uh, with all due respect, it's hot. I'm not going to say it. It's getting hot, but it's, it's hot already. Um, so well, while it's hot outside, temperature-wise, it's going to start getting hot inside people's underdraws if you wear them, right? So summertime, a lot less clothes, people going to be fucking, right? Um, we're sex positive on this podcast, um, so we always tell people to, like, embrace your kink. You know what I'm saying? You might, even know, you might not even know that you have a kink. Um, there are tests you can take. Um, they have like the BDSM test to see kind of where you fall on that spectrum. But um, at this big old age, right, we have a lot of people get divorced. Um, a lot of people who are just older and, you know, just older and single, um, about to be empty nesters. I'm, I'm telling y'all, y'all should probably make a, a, a fuck it list, not a F-U-C-K-I-T list, but a F-U-C-K-E-T, like a bucket list, but for fucking, right? So, um, you know, it might be like, oh, I want to have a threesome or, hey, I want to have sex in the rain or whatever it is. Um, go ahead and do that, man. Um, life is too short and you're too old for somebody to just start calling you a hoe. Like people have either been calling you a hoe or if, you know, you start doing freaky shit now, a, you're grown, and B, motherfuckers will only find out if you're telling them. So go ahead, uh, get into your, your kink side this summer, and uh, make you a fucking list with all due respect. Uh, with all due respect, I know um, it's summer, uh, the economy's looking shady, it's hot. Uh, and it sucks in general we're heading towards a recession while wow, fucked up shit going on but that doesn't mean you need to be a scammer y'all 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 don't scam man y'all just y'all be good man because that scamming shit always catches up so despite the environment despite all the bullshit surrounding you use your better judgment and do not scam with all due respect Thank you.